Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Science of Yes with your hostess, Pam Heath, the Yes Coach. Each week, Pam will speak about the energy of yes and how you can use it to create an extraordinary, prosperous life that you will absolutely love. Pam has spent a lifetime creating and leading transformational programs and is passionate about making abundance available for everyone through the power of yes. Callers are welcome, and we invite you to like Pam's show before leaving the program. So, open your mind and open your heart and be ready to receive what is possible for your friend, the Yes Coach. Good evening. Hello. This is Pam Heath, the Yes Coach, and we are here on Thursday night, the 17th of September, and we're here every Thursday night at 8 p.m., Pacific Standard Time, we are having a conversation here every week about the power and the energy of yes. Every week we examine the energy of yes and how you can leverage your knowledge and belief in the power of yes to create an extraordinary prosperous life by design. So I'm a life coach and I'm a business strategist. I specialize in breaking down your emotional barriers that block you from what you're committed to achieving in life to have the life of your dreams. My background is in personal development and communications and team management and in organizational training. And I couple that with years of empowering individuals to achieve their best results. I also spent a lifetime as a legal administrator and operations manager. So mostly I focus on leading impactful transformational programs and I will work with you to enhance your ability to create an extraordinary life that you absolutely love. I call myself a yes coach, and the process I designed is the science of yes. So join me here every week on this show, which happens on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'll guide you in using the energy of yes and have it all. You don't have to let your fears keep you frozen in place. You can take on life and everything it has to offer. Say yes to life. Please, you can visit my website at www.yescoachforyou.com. That's www.yescoach, the number four, and the letter U, yescoachforyou.com. You can visit me there, and you can visit me in social media like Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn, I'm the Yes Coach. Do a Google search, you'll find me, Pam Heath, the Yes Coach. Get answers to your questions. I'll teach you how to start a business, to scale your current business. Come on my program and we'll have a conversation based on Yes. I mostly focus on conscious professionals. So if you're a creative artist or uh, a spiritual person, I can support you in what you're up to as well. I'm not a psychic, and I don't do reading. But you might be amazed at how I can support and guide you if you want life, career, and even romance guidance. Coming from the energy of yes, anything is possible. You're welcome to call in. 
The call-in number is area code 760-888-5700. Again, that's 760-888-5700. And there's a lot that we could talk about. There's so much happening now because of the COVID-19 situation and because people are, for the most part, furloughed or stuck at home, there's um, not as stringent a quarantine in place, but there is social distancing. For some people, this may have been a huge interrupt in life for you. Staying at home, not getting out much, even going to the bank or the grocery store is an adventure these days. And you may have found that you lost your rhythm. You you can't connect. You can't figure out what to do. You go out to do some of the normal things that people do in life, like, for instance, moving. You know, I've had several friends who had to move in the last few months, and it's not like it used to be, where you just, you know, rent a U-Haul truck and pick up a few people and, you know, go and do what you got to do because, you know, there's so much concern right now about interacting with people and keeping your social distance from them so that you don't catch the COVID-19. So how do you get yourself going when when everything in life seems to be saying no? How do you generate yes when there's nothing but no agreement that the life is is about yes? So I want to address that. I want to talk a little bit. Of, I want to make sure that you understand that when I say the energy of yes will give you anything you want, I mean the energy of yes is how you manifest the life of your dreams. So regardless of what circumstances you're dealing with, you can still have everything you want. You can still dream and you can still create whatever it is that you're out to achieve simply by operating from the energy of yes. So this is Pam Heath. I am the Yes Coach, and I'm here today to have a conversation with you. And um, I just published my book, Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dream. And I plan to uh, read a little excerpt from that book after I finish uh, my discussion. But before I get into that, I see I have a caller on the line. So I'm going to double check and see if they want to ask me something before I go on. So just a moment. Hi, good evening. You're on live with Pam Heath, the Yes Coach. What can I do for you? Hello, are you there? All right, well, I went to the line and there was silence, so it could be that they're just listening and they don't want to ask a question. So I'm just going to move on. Before I read an excerpt from my book, I'm, I'm, um, the book is called Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams. And um, those seven steps are seven different categories of your life that you can take on while you're working out your your visions and your dreams for the future. And um, the category that I'm going to read the excerpt from is family. So that is a um, part of your your life is your family, that your immediate brothers and sisters and even extended family, people who occur like family, how to interact with them and what to do. So um, a little bit later, I'm going to read excerpt from my book. For right now, the conversation I'm going to have is about um, where you're at and, and how 
life has interrupted your game plan with this um, pandemic that is out there right now. And, you know, there's, this has been a rough year in a lot of ways, a rough year. It's hard to fathom some of the things that have gone on and, you know, starting with the, the pandemic and then March, how so many businesses had to shut down, send their people home. And there's businesses that um, immediately shifted and pivoted to what it would take to have their employees work from home. And some did not pivot and some did not, you know, adjust. And they they were left with um, having to close down or just having it be an interrupt in everything that is going on for them. Brick-and-mortar businesses are in trouble because a lot of people are stuck at home. So if you're someone who got kind of sidewinded by the coronavirus, um, I want to talk a little bit about what it will take to get back your, your sense of normal operation because that's the biggest breakdown is how you feel. When something like this happens, it goes against the grain of what you were committed to having happen right now this year. Like every year in January, we all have high hopes for the future. We make our um, our list, you know, uh, of what we're going to take on for the year. All the hopes and all the dreams and all the desires for the year to turn out perfectly. It all starts in January. For some people, even, you know, in December, they start plotting and strategizing and planning how that next year is going to go. And for many, many people, this year, the year 2020, is not going according to plan. So much, so much is changing. So much is happening that that interrupts what you're creating for yourself, for your future, for your family, and um, how do you bounce back from that? How do you generate yes when it appears like the whole world is saying no? I'm glad you asked. Because one of the things that I want to make it clear to people is that the science of yes is not about something that's there that you have to figure out where it is or find it to tap into it. You carry the energy of yes within you. You carry it in your energy because yes is energy, and energy is not tangible. It's in the air. It's how you breathe. You want to know that for you, being somebody who is given by the energy of yes, then when life shows up like no, life shows up like you can't have, you can combat it with the energy of yes. Yes is universal. It's not about the word yes. It's about the beingness of the energy of yes. So this, I want to say, term um, that we're going through with the coronavirus, it too will pass. It always does. Whatever it is that we're dealing with, the wildfires that are happening in many parts of the country, you know, extreme weather conditions that make it difficult for people to stay in their homes, to travel. All of these things are interruptions. They're obstacles, but they're not 
going to stop you when you're up to something big. So you want to be clear. You do want to pay attention to what's in the way so that you can avoid it. But you don't want to act like the troubles and the problems that you observe in life are the beginning and the being and all there is to life. Life is not just a bucket of problems. Life is not just a barrel full of upset. Life keeps right on lifing, no matter how you feel about it. So you don't get to say how life lives. Life just lives. But you have everything to say about how you relate and how you react to how life is lifing on you. So my encouragement is that when you take on life and when you take on the obstacles that come up in life, when you reach for the stars, when you want to begin to live inside of your designed extraordinary dreams, there will be obstacles. You can count on it. Things that leap up and try to stop you. I practice Buddhism, and in Buddhism we have a a term, and that term is Sanshashima. Sanshashima is, it's hard to distinguish in words. It's, it's obstacles. Buddhism teaches us that um, whenever you're up to something, you know, when you are making something happen, there will be obstacles. But the way that those obstacles are designed, they're not ever designed so big and so bad that you can't handle it. Every single obstacle comes up while you're striving to fulfill on a dream or while you're reaching for the journey to get to a particular set of goals. Every obstacle that comes up is designed to move you forward. It is not designed to stop you. However, you can be stopped. You can allow yourself to be stopped by the obstacle, whatever it may be. For instance, I'll give you an example. A flat tire can be an obstacle. It can be you could be on your way somewhere and you're running late and suddenly your tire blows and you are now stuck with waiting for AAA to come out and help you change it and all sorts of things that take time, all the time in the world that you have, but you need to go now. You're on your way now to where this woman or this man or whoever you're involved with is having some event or needing your help or support, and something gets in the way. And when something gets in the way, like a flat tire, you have a couple of choices in front of you. The choice that you have in front of you is whether or not to get upset, whether or not to be stopped, or whether or not to get busy fixing that tire or finding somebody who could. One way or another, it's going to be the distinguishing thing that indicates how you succeed is the caliber of people around you that you would surround yourself with and how they support you when your obstacles come up in your life. So having said that, I see that we have another caller on the line. I'm going to go see if they want to ask a question, and uh, we'll check them out. And if they do, we're going to do our best to answer it. So you are on live with Pam Heath, the Yes Coach. How can I help you? Hi, my name is Hi. Sunny. Well, that's the name I, I go by, Sunny. Um, Hi, Sunny. Ah, I've been doing. Hi, I've been doing what I've been doing for a very long time. And the obstacles is oftentimes people 
but I've learned to get through that, even though it's not always easy. But yes. um, the obstacles is often, the, the true obstacle is always that um, the practical thing, like home, because I'm a mom. But uh, I'm going to just make it simple. Let's say I have a YouTube channel, right, as I do. How do I get more views? You know what I'm saying? How do mm-hmm. I put this out here? How do I put this out there, but yet not put it out there in my neighborhood, but put it out somewhere else? You see what I'm saying? Uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know, how do I put myself out there, but not put myself out there because my content is for those who are ready to receive the information that I put out there. You, you get what everything I'm saying? Like, I that's totally sometimes the saying. obstacle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a couple of questions for you, and then I'm going to answer your question, okay? Yes. So number one, I take it if you have a YouTube channel and you're trying to drive traffic to it so that people can hear your message, I'm assuming that you have a message. Yes? I do. Yes. Okay. Tell me what your message is. Well... Like one of my biggest messages is to what I was called the alternative black girl or the alternative black woman, right? Who lives okay. a different life. She's into Afropunk. She's into rock music, 80s gothic. She may be gothic, whatever the title may be. She's just a different soul. And it's hard for her to navigate in this world because she's often put in places where she's not understood because she is black. And it doesn't just have to be black women. I'm just giving an example of something I talked about today. Um, I also speak from my own experiences, from my mistakes that I've made in my life and the things that I've learned to share people, to share with people for them to understand, don't do this because here's why I made this mistake, because I had a low self-esteem mm-hmm. at the time or suicidal or whatever. So I have a lot of internal things that I share for people with lessons, you know, mm-hmm. um, to to help whoever out there is listening to me. So that's what I talk about and other things, you know, but that's the that's gist very of what good. I talk about. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, let me tell you something. Um, it's really powerful what you're presenting. And I totally acknowledge you because what you're doing is you're creating a context to empower and contribute to black women, regardless yes. of what they're up to. And they may not be your typical you know, cultural, you know, African-American woman. They may be gothic. They may be into anime. They may mm-hmm. be, you know, there's a lot of things Absolutely. that are different, but they're still culturally a black woman. You want them to feel good about themselves, to be empowered, to stand up and be counted, to have their voice, to have their say, and you are their advocate so that they can find their voice and be free to be self-expressed. Mm-hmm. Is that accurate? Mm-hmm. So that's very um, accurate for you. It, it's actually not an obstacle. Okay. It's your job to get out there and brand yourself so that people have um, the opportunity to hear you and the opportunity to do that takes place on a journey. Okay. It's not going to happen overnight. You know, 50, 500,000 people aren't going to leap onto your YouTube channel because you tell them to, unless they do, because there have been, right. you know, there have been instances where something goes viral because the, you know, for instance, um, in the recent um, Black Lives Matter movement, they were having a march and 
um, there was a little white girl who wanted to participate when she saw them marching down the street. So she ran up to the front of the line, grabbed the hand of the black man that was leading the march, and started stepping with him in time. And, it, and pictures were taken of it. It went viral overnight of this little white girl mm-hmm. marching proudly mm-hmm. with all the black people in the you know mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. And it was poignant because it pointed out that at that age, they don't understand black, white. They just want to, you know, participate and contribute. And that's right. at some point in our lives, people start to teach us hate. And we start to, to live inside of hate and racism. And, and that mm-hmm. message that you have is a message for, for young black girls who may be in the, the presence of hate because they're different. So mm-hmm. you need mm-hmm. to set out to brand yourself. You need to set out to do that, and you need to do it by being what you're talking about 24-7, all over your social media, all over like you're doing right now with me here on my podcast. Mm-hmm. Everywhere mm-hmm. you go, you are having the conversation, whether it's silently or out loud, you know, like I'm the yes coach, and, you know, mm-hmm. I've been the yes coach now for almost seven years. And I'm proud to say that when you Google yes coach or yes, you know, coaching, what comes up Mm -hmm. is me. Right. Okay. So I have branded myself as somebody who talks about yes. You have to do the same thing. Okay. Right. You have to start getting on your Facebook, doing lives every day, talking a little bit, little bit, not going on for 45 minutes, but just a little five minutes. 10-minute snippets of your message, okay? You want to go on Instagram and have little conversations about your message. Hey, black girl, you liking Mm -hmm. that black topic? I'm right there Mm -hmm. with you, honey. Let me tell you something. Bam, 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 bam. Submit, post everywhere you go. And ultimately, you begin to build a following. Now, Inside mm-hmm. of that following, you have to start leveraging when people do follow you. So you have a message and you want to have them do something or be something or, or take on mm-hmm. something. Don't just talk for the, to hear the sound of your voice, okay? You want black mm-hmm. girls to feel proud, then give them the, something to feel proud about. Tell them, okay, you don't have to worry about how you comb your hair. Go listen to some of those NDIRE albums and come back and talk to me later. Don't worry about what people think. Always your message is about empowering those young black girls. Okay? Right. It's mm-hmm. not an obstacle. It's your journey. And the next thing right. you know, Sunny, you're going to look around and every time someone Googles empowering black girls, your little face pops up. Right. And that's when you're going to start to see people coming to your YouTube channel, people talking about you, people, you know, you starting your own podcast and people coming on to to ask you, well, gee, Sonny, what about this and what about that? And you're like, girl, here's here, here's what you got to do about that. Right. You want to be the go-to person for the black girls who are different. They can feel empowered. They can take on their life, and they can say yes. Yeah. 
I'm proud of you. It's not easy to do. Thank you. It's not. You know, when people are different, that's when they get the most trouble. Because as human beings, human beings are like sheep. They follow. Mm-hmm. When someone's a leader, they stand up and say, before you go there, listen to what I have to say. Listen to what I have to say. Because I'm going to tell Hi. you how you're going to live your life and be happy. And if you don't believe me, come check it out. Don't dismiss it without checking it out. And always, always, always be that. No matter how you feel, if you're having a bad day, you come talk to me, the Yes Coach. I'll, you know, fluff you up and you go back to your mission, you know. And that's what I encourage you to do. And one of these days, we'll get a moment, sit down and start writing your book. Mm-hmm. Because you have something to contribute to young black girl, and they will read it and they will think of you, and they'll know that you contributed to them, and that's what this is all about—about about your contribution, your empowerment, and your contribution to young black girls who are different. Right. Wow. Well, that was. You know, an example of one of the messages. <laughs> but you if know. you have many messages, I mean, it's going to sound weird, Sunny, but you you do the same thing. You do the same thing with your other message. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. You, I understood what you meant yeah. the first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's not an obstacle. It's your journey. It's what you do, and you make sure it's kind of like um, when we were young. My my sisters are very beautiful, and they wanted to be models. You know, and um, my mother told them, if you want to be a model, then when you leave the house every day, you have to look like a model. Okay. You don't get to go outside and just, you know, be like everybody else. You need to stand out so that people notice mm-hmm. you. And that's how you step into that world. You, you know, models are people right. that everybody looks at. So you can't be doing right. no little shy act. You have to go out there like, here I am, over here. And that's the way you got to be. Here I am, over here, everywhere you go. I have something to say. I have a message. Imagine yourself on the Ellen show, if she still has a show. Right. I know. She's in a lot of trouble right now. I like like Ellen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's having some controversy right now, so hopefully she's going to be okay. And she's going to survive this. But if you're on her show, imagine the questions she'll ask you, how your answer, imagine the girls in the audience staring at you, wanting to be just like Mm you. Have those kinds of visions and have those visions pull you into the future versus you trying to get there. Right. And then when you're sitting across ah. Ellen, think of me and smile. <laughs> okay? Yes, coach. <laughs> yes, yes, coach. And then she'll say, what are you laughing at? <laughs> you'll say, I'm laughing at Sammy, the yes, coach. <laughs> you silly. That's funny. Yeah, tell a um, friend. Yeah, um... A great show. I understand um, exactly what you mean. I just never really see myself as having obstacles also. Um, I just know that I realized that that was an obstacle. Like, 
that part right there, not wanting to be popular, not wanting the neighborhood to know, you know what I'm saying, kind of being discreet <laughs> while I create yeah. everything, you know, being discreet because the environment I'm in, um, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. just the main thing. That um, is the reason why, that's why, you know, I, yeah. But I, I absolutely get what you're saying, and I appreciate that information. Definitely. Well, I will say to you, Sunny, that there are times when um, – if you're in an environment where the people are negative and suck your power, sometimes it's best to be discreet. You don't want to get into arguments with people who want to pull you down. You swallow what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Sometimes mm-hmm. that's what there is to do is be discreet. But, you know, if you're in that kind of environment, start strategizing how to get out of it. Oh, you know, that's the because, next move, definitely. Yeah, exactly. Just strategize how to remove yourself from a negative environment. And, you know, this is for Sonny and this is for everybody. Life is too short to be in a situation that you should not be in. It's just too damn short. Right. You know, if you're yeah. sitting around and people are doing you wrong, abusing you, putting you down, poo-pooing every dream and hope that you have, you need to rethink where you live and who you're living with. You know, because there are people who are in the same plain, will empower you, love on you, you know, provide you with whatever you need to do what you need to do, will help you, provide for you, contribute to you, they will do it. You have to be a stand and committed to that, but they will, there are people that will love on you because you are lovable. So if you are in a sticky situation, and a lot of times it's painful because it's your family. And how do you walk away from family? You know, right. and and it's not always a, a husband kind of situation or, you know, a spouse mm-hmm. situation. Sometimes it's your parents or even worse, your kids that are mm-hmm. just, you know, running you down. They just don't hear the the power and the magic that you do when you speak your, your truth. So the thing mm-hmm. to understand is that there's, you exist in how people relate to you. And remember, right. the most powerful people that you admire had to deal with, you know, adversity. There isn't anybody that we admire as a culture. Gandhi, Martin Luther King, Abraham Lincoln, John mm-hmm. F. Kennedy, anyone that you could name that we as a culture admire that didn't have to deal with, you know, breakdowns, obstacles, had to pull for what they wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, they had to fight. They had to take a stand. Gandhi, you know, so many times he would, you know, have a hunger strike to manage that people back off and let peace, you know, rise to the top. Martin Luther King, he his whole being was about you know, what he could provide in the future and people related to him, you know, in a in a way that was that ended up in him being killed. So all you have to recognize is that if you have a message and your message is strong and you have courage, then just keep going and you will get there, no matter what. I promise. And when people try to bring you down just do your hand in a snap and walk away. 
because that's right. not about to stop you. It's an obstacle, and obstacles are not designed to stop you. They're designed to make you focus on the prize. You can let them stop you, and that's a human thing, to be stopped by an obstacle. Just like a flat tire can be an obstacle or it can be your alibi if you didn't really want to get there anyway. It, there's a whole lot of ways you can relate to an obstacle. But for the most part, it's just there to make you focus on the prize. So that's what they right. to do. When, when the stuff comes up, focus on the prize. Right. Sonny, you have really been exceptionally great to talk to. I hope you call in again. Oh, not a problem. All right. Is there anything else? Well, I had a situation where I was planning to, like, do paperwork and head out to the city, right? Mm-hmm. And then I caught this incredible headache. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to lay down, and I was so upset because I was like, because I got it from construction on my window. I was like, mm. yo, how did I go from being ambitious and ready to go and do this paperwork to having to lay down for the whole week that I was supposed to do it? And that was mm. terrible for me. I I don't like stuff like that. <laughs> that was so terrible. I don't blame you. Yeah. It happens yeah. to the best of us. I mean, you get thwarted in, in your goals and your plans because – Something physical takes place. You get sick. You, you, even to the point where it's not so much an illness, but like a headache. Trust me, I, I get migraines too, and and it can be debilitating. It, it, it keeps you from being able to get in your car and drive somewhere. And I have asthma, and if I'm in a situation like you describe, where there's construction and I can't breathe, I can't leave the house. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, um, that's what I'm talking about. You're absolutely right. That's what I'm talking about. When I talk about obstacles are not designed to stop you, they're designed to make you focus. And if you take it on and focus, you'll get to the other side. But if you give in to the obstacle, it will stop you. And you'll be stopped and then you'll be upset because you were stopped. And you think, what kind of weenie am I that I got stopped by a headache? You know, so what I would take on if I were you is, um, number one, because I get headaches and because I have asthma, I take on um, different structures to help me when I get those headaches and when I am having difficulty breathing. Like, for instance, um, for example, I, I've, I've gotten into essential oils. And when I'm having a problem breathing, like whenever you hear those those alerts about the air pollution, I'm one of those people mm-hmm. that has to pay attention to those alerts. So when I mm-hmm. hear that, the air outside is bad, I'll diffuse essential oils in my house to help me with my breathing. Like I find have that. ways I have a mm-hmm. Yeah. Find ways to deal with the the thing that's coming up, the obstacle that's trying to stop you. And then don't let it stop you. Um slow you down, but don't let it stop you. Find ways, find structures to put in place so that when you're getting your headache, like there's there's Tylenol and then there's um, essential oils. And I, I, I lean on essential oils versus Tylenol. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, when I get headache, I get headaches a lot and I have asthma. So I 
lean on essential oils because they're natural and because for me they work and I won't be down for the count. I'll just be down for a few minutes and then I get right back up and start on my journey. And that's what I encourage you to do. And, you know, I'm going to say this to you. You may not be able to hear it now, but I want you to think about this, okay? There mm-hmm. are girls waiting to hear your message. So oh. we, don't, we don't have time for you to lay down. <laughs> okay. Okay? <laughs> I believe that. There, no, I believe that. Yeah. I know that for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. well, you convinced me of it now, too. And I know that mm-hmm. there's girls that are waiting for your message, and they need to hear you, and you need to hurry up. And get on your journey. Yeah. And it's a journey that's going to take you up and down. Okay? Yeah. That's all journeys. The journeys are not linear, like a straight line from point A to point B. It goes up and down and sideways and around. And, and that's how journeys look. Journeys look like that. Right. So always be on the lookout for what structures you need to put in place to keep you moving forward. Does that make sense? absolutely makes sense, and I appreciate you very much. I really do. So where are you calling from? Calling from New York City. New York City. (laughs) Well, I'll be waiting to hear. I know there's going to be like an earthquake coming out of New York City when you get ready to empower these girls to be the best that they can be and and have the power they need to, to focus on so they can have the life of their dreams. I'm waiting on you. Oh, yeah, definitely going to happen. Um, but this is the direction I need to go, definitely. I found you it. Know, there are so many free tools that you can utilize to get yourself going. Facebook Live, Instagram Live, LinkedIn Live. Just go on there with your message. You know, make a calendar. Every Monday I'm going to do, you know, Miracle Monday. Every Tuesday I'm going to do, you know, Book Review Tuesday. Every Wednesday and on and on. And then do those things. And the thing that's really cool about it is that on social media, you can schedule it. Like you can sit on one day in the week and schedule for the whole week or the month. And that stuff triggers and you're nowhere nearby when it does. Brand yourself as the woman who empowers women, you know, wherever they're coming Mm -hmm. from. You know, look to see, like I've, I've branded myself as the yes coach. Look to see how your message packages. Do you follow? Well, I, you know, I've already had this magazine idea for a long time for rock music, alternative artists, and even local artists in the neighborhood I'm in. And what has happened to me is I've been having that conversation about the alternative black girl a lot more. And even when I started the magazine, I was like, hmm, I, can pay, I was going to pay attention to more women who are lead vocalists, you know, musicians and stuff like that. Um, so this is what kind of just happened with it. Like, hmm, the alternative black girl. I can talk about that because I lived it. You know what I'm saying? And yes. so, yeah. So that's what brought this direction this year, actually. The, the magazine idea has been here since forever. <laughs> For, since I've started my Well, you can, you can contemplate the magazine ideal and how you can, you know, merge the two ideas. You know, whether it's a magazine, whether it's a podcast, whether it's, Whatever it is that, you know, because the thing that's cool is that everybody, because of the pandemic, is kind of stuck at home right now. And people are listening to podcasts. People are visiting, you know, landing pages and and websites much more than they used Mm -hmm. to. 
And so you can, you can actually get yourself out there with your message and people will actually be paying attention. The secret to it is consistency that you're always out there that, you know, you're out there every day that you're taking on, you know, your brand and your message and you're getting it out there. Even if you record little snippets and then line them all up and schedule them to trigger different days, just get it out there so that you're consistently showing up and you'll find that people start showing up to hear you. You build on the audience. It doesn't just happen because you're cute. Okay. Right. You build an audience, you know, and even men will show up because, you know, they want to hear what you have to say, but it looks like your focus is women. So, you know, keep that in mind as, you know, mm-hmm. as you start to build your your following. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Good. Absolutely. All right. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you. Please join us again. Mhm. And have a wonderful evening. You too. All right. Good luck to you. Thank you. All right, so we had the pleasure of uh, having a conversation with an up-and-coming, powerful woman, Sunny, who's going to be empowering people to take on their differences and incorporate them in their lives and have the power and magic of what it is to be in communication about your differences, to allow your differences to express themselves and express you. That's a very, very noble undertaking, and I wish her the best of luck. So um, we have a few minutes left in our on our broadcast, and I'm going to read an excerpt from my book, Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams, um, from the chapter on family. And this is a chapter that tells you how to deal with family. It's really funny. I, I always pick what book section in the book I'm going to read ever since I published a book and started reading it on air. And somehow, some way, I choose a section, and then that night I get a caller who has a conversation around that section that I was just about to read. So this thing about family and how to be around family who are not as supportive is addressed in my book. So I'm going to read an excerpt now. Um, It's all about the family. A strong and supportive family unit is essential and the fundamental core of a yes environment. Even animals value family. And I invite you to maintain healthy family relationships to have a well-balanced, full life. Okay, I know some of you reading here have what I can only describe as difficult family members. They naysay you, poo-poo you, and bring the drama, and they treat you like your name is Buckwheat. I realize that family isn't always like a Hallmark greeting card. Family can be challenging. There are different levels of family, and family can be your extended family, your brother or sister from another father or mother. Close ties to people is essential, love, honor, and respect for each other. The people in your life who want the best for you, those who will tell you the essential things, the awkward situations that you need to hear, but said with unconditional love, that is your family. There are your immediate biologically related members of your family, i.e. mother, father, sibling, spouse, and your children. 
the conventional family unit can also extend to relatives, like cousins, aunts, uncles, and grandparents. If a person gets pregnant and has a baby at a young age, often these relatives are the ones that raise the children. My husband's grandmother, his mother's mother, raised him, and my mother was raised by her grandmother. Some families build stronger, deeper ties than others. There are extended family members who are friends, who occur like family because of tight-knit closeness. My son has a close friend who's been his best friend since sixth grade. He calls me mom and spends more time at my house than his own when they were growing up. He and my son refer to each other as brothers. They both have children, and their children call me grandma. These relationships are essential, so I invite you to nurture and foster them. Bear is the back without a brother. Designing your family circle. The development of your moral compass begins with your family. Children watch what adults do from an early age. As children grow, they establish their sense of right and wrong by observing how their parents interact. Their sphere of influence widens as they grow older, as does the number of people whose behavior they witness. If you allow yourself to indulge in angry tirades and with your children as witnesses, there will be an impact and a cost. They grow up believing this is the way to behave, and they mimic us. And this is the legacy they inherit, a relationship. Yelling, screaming, and bringing the drama. My mother used to tell me that our children were our parents' revenge. What we gave them, we get back tenfold from our children. What your parents did in front of you, you repeat. Your children learn it from you, and then they serve it up like Thanksgiving dinner. Do you feel it? Is that the legacy you want your children to inherit and pass on? Consider the legacy you give them to inherit the next time you bring the drama with your mate in front of your children. Even if you despise your parents or just your mother or your father or for whatever reason you might have, you either become them as you get older or you become not them. Maybe they were an alcoholic. Perhaps they were a drug addict or they abused you in other ways. You grow up determined. You will never be like that. You will never be like them. And so you set out to not be them, but you are them. Not being them is being them because everything you do and say, every action you take, all your thought patterns measure up with them in mind. Your entire life is dominated by them in the entire essence of your personality and Everything is given by not them, which is them. Either way, there is a lack of freedom to be yourself and who you design yourself to be as a happy, fulfilled adult. What if you don't have children? Whether or not you have children in your life, you have family. And I'm speaking to what it looks like building your family and your relationships to be useful, powerful, and supportive. If you feel an emotion, it doesn't mean you should speak it, especially with children. They are so impressionable. 
Be careful what walks out of your mouth and lands on them. I'm not saying don't be true to yourself. Be responsible for how your communications land over there with someone else and be accountable for the impact on them and anyone else that may be listening. I'm asking you to evaluate your family environment and consider what works and what doesn't work and take on crafting a family circle that emphasizes your commitment to your family dynamic. Take this on first in your notebook, but keep looking at your emotional responses to family situations and map out using the Merlin exercise how you got to the family dynamic of your dream. Personal well-being and emotions. Family members have a lot to do with each other's emotional well-being. Having the love and understanding of your family is, for the most part, the most crucial thing in the world. There is less emphasis these days on the standard two-parent and child family structure of the past because that form of structure is not necessarily the key to having a cheerful home. If you are in a relationship with another human being, you can design the emotional backdrop for your content family, however that works for you. If you both support an open relationship, then go for it. If a monogamous relationship appeals to you, find the partner that resonates with that modality. It's not a good idea to find someone who wants to dilly-dally in an open relationship and then try to make them toe the line. Having a family relationship is essential. Take the time to have this structure so it's your home life. Make family a priority. Responsibility. A healthy, empowering family unit is built on trust, obligations, and duties benefiting everyone. Children are parents. They mimic what they see and hear. Spouses and significant others blossom with pride and support. Be great with your family and continue to develop a moral sense of being responsible for all communications, whether said in anger, upset, or joy. Be accountable for the energy and atmosphere of your family unit. Choose how you will relate to your family and how you will train your children to behave with family. Family tolerance. You can be impatient and intolerant, or you can be patient and compassionate. It's a choice you make. You are never stuck with a way of operating in life. Oh, well, that's just the way it is. I'm just that way. It doesn't have to be. No. Operate from your choices and commitments. You can do it. Don't indulge in whatever emotion is percolating now and spray your feelings like perfume on your loved ones. It's up to us as mothers and fathers to decide the legacy we give each generation to relate to each other. You will do this by choosing the different, the difficult, insensitive, non-communicative, and unapproachable part of your inherent nature, or you will foster the part that is loving, open, and understanding. Which will it be for you? Are you going to foster love or strife in your family? Choose love. Say yes. I want to share a thought-provoking experience I had when I saw the motion picture, Cat. Here I go again. You can't say I didn't warn you. So I never saw the Broadway play. 
I've heard about the play. I mean, who hasn't? The longest-running play on Broadway, blah, blah. Andrew Lloyd Webber's masterpiece of song and dance. I figured it was a bunch of actors running around dancing and singing about being cats. That incredible song, Memories. I'd heard that song, but I did not understand what the storyline was. Well, unfortunately, I was flying back from a trip picking up my granddaughter, Gabby, from Texas, where she lives, to spend the summer with me in California. And I watched it on the plane. Yep, you got it. It made me cry. Right there in my seat. Gosh. Now listen, don't get started. I know this film got negative reviews and was destroyed by the critics who said it might be one of the worst movies ever made. And that's why I didn't bother to see it. Let me add that I understand why it got such critical reviews after I did see it. The CGI was too much. It took away from the incredible dancing and the songs were disjointed without a lot of continuity with the storyline. I will have to see the play one day and see how they dealt with that. When Jennifer Hudson sang Memory that second time, I was swept away by the creation of this world of regret and blame. I had gotten to know each cat, their unique gifts and talents, and what they brought to the conversation for selection as the Jellicle choice. Now, you'll just have to go watch this film to see what I'm talking about and hear the passion and the accountability in this fantastic song. Hearing her sing the song for the first time in the film had no impact on me. This is not criticism. The film got terrible reviews for a reason. However, when the cat sang the song the second time for Old Deuteronomy, not just to be considered for the Jellicle choice, but taking a hard look at how she had lived her life and the bittersweet taste of a life spent and the glory gone and all that is left is memory. I can relate. Who can't? Living moment by moment, savoring nothing. No legacy but the dawn, bringing sunset and another sunrise of another day of memories and sadness. And that may be the sum of life for so many people. Memories, like that old Bruce Springsteen song, Glory Days, gone in the wink of a young girl's eye. I started bawling like a baby right there on the plane. Life can occur like one giant ball of regret. Or you can design your life and stop living like a leaf in the wind, waiting for old Deuteronomy to come along and give you a chance for a do-over. No, she's not late. She's not coming. The only do-over you will get is the redesign of your life inside the actions that correlate to whatever it is you're committed to. And the application of the science of yes in one way to get at that. And I'm not saying it's the only way. I'm saying it takes work. Get going. It's not too late. It's never too late. So, Pam, what does cats have to do with family? Here's the thing. When you live your life inside of yes, you hear what you need to hear and see what you want and what you need to see in everything. Every song, every film, every book opens an expanded consciousness And you can even watch a movie that got horrifying reviews and get your life out of a song because your energy focuses on contribution and power. And that's what comes to you from everything that you see and hear. So having read that portion out of my book, 
about family. I want to stop for, you know, we're about to end the show. And before we end, I want to just present. When you take on the energy of yes, it doesn't mean you can't say the word no, and it doesn't mean that you won't have bad days, that you won't have days where you wish you hadn't gotten out of bed, that that life will always, always, always show up for you like butterflies and rainbows. It's not true, and I would not waste my time trying to make it come true. Life has its ups and downs, its roller coaster, its way of behavior, and your take on life needs to resonate with the energy that the universe operates from. You do that, you take that on, and you will manifest the life of your dreams, no matter what. Say yes. Say yes to life. Say yes to power. Say yes to passion. Say yes to love. That's pretty much me wrapping it up. Again, we're here every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Collins is welcome. The number to call in is 760-888-5700. Call in every week we're here. More than happy to take it on. And in the meantime, while you're out there living your life and enjoying your life and loving your life, take a minute to be grateful and to say thank you that your life is available to you to do with what you will. You're not at the mercy of anyone or anything. All right, that's the show for tonight. This is Pam Heath, the Yes Coach. We're wrapping it up and we're shutting it down for this week. Thank you so much to my guests who called in, and thank you so much to the listeners. I know many of you are listening to the show after the fact. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And don't hesitate to reach out to me on my social media. I am Pam Heath. I am the Yes Coach. Look for me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn as the Yes Coach. You take care and be well. Good night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.